0: Hello and welcome again to yet another episode of Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to medium pop culture. Your girlfriend will likely drag you to. I'm Alex. And I'm Matt. And today's episode is, what is this, episode three with Tasha now?
1: Hell, I have no idea. It is All I
0: know is that it's gotten a lot better. Also, yeah,
1: yeah, I'll agree with that. And I think that, um, you, know, you know, Claire's in the, in the rearview mirror. I saw that uh, her and Dale are having issues. So I'm shocked. Um, you know, she said they're having issues over Thanksgiving. So colored me shocked. But
0: <laughs> the whole world is absolutely head over heels. Don't know how it happened. Right.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. It's, it's, you know, going into a relationship with such clarity, you know, love that Dale's in comparison to every other love that's ever been, you know, is not good. Yeah.
0: And she, uh, in my opinion, it looks like she's fallen right into the trap that she's always let herself down, which is jumping into a relationship way too soon. Too, going too far into a relationship without realizing that maybe the guy's not quite ready or maybe the guy's a douche, you know, uh, what? but you know, her eyes don't lie apparently.
1: So we'll see. Oh, no. well, you, Anyways. You, you know, like there's an Oedipus complex where you marry your mother you know, like she wanted so badly to be like her father and fall in love in nine days that, you know, she made that decision to do that. So I don't know what we should call that. Oedipus is taken, so let's do uh, Delicious Complex. Delicious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, uh, I don't know, uh, Epi-Clar- Epiclaritin, oh, awesome. Claritin Clear. Um, but I don't know. But
0: whatever it is, you don't want to catch that disease.
1: <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> it keeps you coming back on the popular TV show like a bad herpy
0: Yeah, you're just a glutton for punishment. You just you're, you just love going coming back for the same result. You know. Well, well so, I guess I, I don't know it lasts. I don't know.
1: But yeah, let's get this stuff. yeah. We speaking gotta, of. Yeah, speaking of substances and doomed to repeat itself, what are you drinking? I've
0: got a very stylish can from Breckenridge Brewery. I think I've been hitting them up the last couple episodes. Um, This is the Breck Lager, and it is a, let's see, four and a half ABV. What do you got?
1: What are you drinking? I'm from Buena Vista, Colorado. And yes, I'm a member of the Buena Vista Social Club. Uh, Well, let's clarify that because we're
0: both from Southern California originally. Everything you pronounce in Spanish.
1: Buena Vista. Buena Buena Vista. Vista.
0: It's Buena Vista. Sorry, guys. It's
1: Buena (laughs) Vista, Colorado, not Buena Vista. but it's uh, it's Eddy Lime Brewing's Crank inker IPA. I really like these beers because they come in pint cans for the same price as the twelve ounces. Uh, but this particular beer is seven percent. Ooh, they have they have they have an Epic Day IPA. Um, and they're not sponsoring this show, so I shouldn't really be saying this, but that's ten percent. Um, which I drink on a very hard day. But that's not today. I'm doing okay. That's when you pull that one out of the uh, back of the fridge, huh? Just Correct,
0: yeah. Break, and, break glass in case of emergency.
1: And then I shotgun it while doing a rail cocaine. <laughs> <Okay>. Just kidding. <laughs> Disclaimer, we do not do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. But we like joking about them um absolutely we love drug references oh yes they're they're the blast <laughs> does, does that make our
0: podcast rated r at this point oh no <laughs> i don't know you just screwed us matt
1: how do i reach our audience
0: you and your cocaine
1: <laughs> <drug> references yeah <laughs> 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 oh well well let's crack them open i haven't cracked mine I, yet so I, I cracked mine but oh i heard that smooth uh, well cheers buddy cheers we a clink. A clink! We got a we got a lot to get into, and yeah. a lot of topics that I don't know we can't really touch on because it, you know it's it's interesting because the first the show starts off with a one on one date with Ivan and um, Dark Horse, the Dark Horse, the smoothest silk, the sugary bandit. Um, you, he's know, our underdog, you know, underdog, and I'm glad he's getting his time now. Oh, he, he's he's <laughs> I think he's stepped into the limelight. <clears throat> and became a front runner. But um, he has, a, she's like, he's introverted. I don't know. He's so shy. So we're going to have a game night at. First off, this date was brought to you by board games. Yeah. In games. I'm Hasbro. They, <laughs> they <play> Hasbro. There's <laughs> Twister. There's Floors Lava. There's Bocce Ball. There's all, <clears throat> all these different games that they played. Um, which, like, tell me this. Like,. <laughs> is this like front loaded at relationship activities? Cause I like who at 60 is pulling out twister on a Friday night when you've been married for 40 years. Like, like, is this just like a, like, is this like a first, like first couple weeks of dating activity? Or do you find that, you know, this type of mentality on a Friday night with them could transcend their whole relationship?
0: I liked the idea. I think it's on, honestly one of the more, more genuine, you know, one-on-one date nights that there's ever been on The Bachelor. Yeah. You know, the only thing I, I, that was missing from that was them loading up $100,000 worth of fireworks and blasting it while they looked out their window, right? So it didn't have any of that, the, the pomp and circumstance that most of these one-on-ones have. I thought it was kind of refreshing. Now, granted, but to your point, if I'm 60 with my wife, I go, you know what sounds fun for date night tonight? Twister let's do that. No, but I mean, they're, they're in their thirties, early, late twenties, you know, that's, they're still flexible to do that. I'd find,
1: I'd find it fun. Still flexible to do that. Well, I know that fireworks are expensive, but board games are not cheap either. My friend, you know, they are minimum 20 bucks a piece, which oh, is, I'm, uh, I'm sure the, the bachelor production crew really had to bust out the wallet for that one. They do. Sure the and the, and the world's biggest Sunday I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like what the hell was that? My favorite scene was as they were talking, how it was dripping off
0: the side. That was my favorite. <laughs> I'm like, they're letting it go to waste.
1: What is going on here? Well, it's like, literally, it's like, I want this date to be about matters of the heart. And then, like, they dropped down this big bowl of ice cream. They didn't realize they were going to talk about heart disease. And they're going to talk about you know, clogged arteries. <laughs> Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> like, holy cannoli. Obesity like, is the number one killer in America. This, yeah, <laughs> and this date was refreshing because they actually showed them eating, which was great. But she, like, fed him sushi, which is another one of those things where it's like, that doesn't happen after a certain age. Like you feed each mm. other at your wedding, you know, yes. like cake, and then I think it stops there. It's it's like
0: it's like not well, rooted in reality. But, well, wouldn't it pick back up? Say, you know, somebody's old can't take care oh. of themselves. I mean, that's getting more down more big track, but. Yeah. technically it might yeah. pick up actually you know if you, if you google you know find a google chart on that i'm sure it's it's you know dating and then it's all right married and then it's spikes right around 90.
1: so so feeding each other is on the diaper scale because you you were born in diapers and you die in diapers and that's you get married it. in diaper well you, you get you no, you get born and, and you wear diapers <laughs> did you wear a diaper when you got married matt because i i was very nervous <laughs> and uh they're barely there, Alex. Barely there. Uh, which brings us to our tonight's sponsor. Uh, not Depends. Because <laughs> we don't want to get sued. Um, exactly. But anyways, I, I, I loved the
0: sundae because, and I bet you it was one of those contraptions where there's a plate. You I was going to ask. Whole, that whole thing could not have been filled with ice cream. What a waste. I literally, Although, I literally, I literally wrote my notes.
1: I wrote my notes. I said, "Is do you think that goes all the way to the bottom? No chance. That's still, That's a, lot of, still a lot of ice cream.
0: Wow, <laughs> I had to.
1: Is that a bottoming out joke? <laughs> anyway, oh, but
0: I I agree. I think I think it was you know they have a plate there. It's made to look like it's full. But thought, again, if we're in America, Matt. It could have totally been full. They could have dumped it in front of a bunch of orphan kids, and you know, that's America.
1: Well, I th- there's a couple. There's so there's two things about the first part of the date that stood out for me. One was that Tasia was eating chicken tenders, and like. like a real like a big kid (laughs) it's like you like you taunt this later in the show she's like i'm a grown woman and i you got to respect my decisions i'm like well you ate a grown ass man grown ass man um so that was one of the things that you know like i noticed and then the other thing is that when they finished flora's lava she hit him with a pillow but that was planned because the pillow was spliced with the feathers already coming out of it
0: Yes, it wasn't like a couple feathers came out. It was like the whole end of it was slit open so that it would just shower
1: feathers. It literally looked like when I plowed my my car through 13 geese. Like that's, what, yeah. that's the amount of feather that came out. Um, yep. And for anyone in the EPA listening, that's not a true story. That was just a joke. I didn't actually <laughs> hit any geese. Um, it's a metaphorical reference. Yeah. But um, they went, so they went, after that, they go outside and they start talking about, you know, what made Ivan, Ivan. And then he goes into this long story about his brother's incarceration and going down to the dark side. I literally was sitting there. I'm like, man, his brother's be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> so, so She asked about you, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, can I just say this? I've, you turned me on to 60 Days In. Oh, yeah. I watched that season on Netflix. It's also got the whole series is available on Hulu, none of which is sponsoring this show. But I digress. Yeah, I wa- I've been watching it because the Hook now. Thanks a lot. And You're welcome. There are so many opportunities where they watch one one. There's one TV in there, in these in these communal rooms. What if they're watching The Bachelor? What if he's oh. sitting in there and the brother puts him on blast? He's like. You know, he'd be the he, guys would be making fun of him
1: all for the rest of his sentence. <laughs> hey, hey, brother! Aren't you half Filipino? He talking about you, bro? <laughs> is, is Ivan your brother, bro? But uh, I saw. will call, we'll call him Rose Boy the rest of
0: his incarceration.
1: <laughs> yes, seriously. And then, and then, and then, uh, you know, like Ivan's like, "Yo, twenty twenty changed me as a man." And she was like, "Yeah, twenty twenty is a lot." And that's like all she could say for about yes thirty minutes. It was really disappointing. She's, you know, like, it's like hard. Really she starts, hard.
0: Getting, she starts get, like tearing up and all she can say is like, it's just a lot. Like, what do you mean a lot? Like she's a, pretty much an Instagram model. Like, I'm sorry. Like Tisha, what is it a lot about you? You couldn't travel to as many places and have as many photographers take photos of you. Like, come on girl. Like what's, I, I don't know. And again, I shouldn't judge. Everybody's going to have de- battling their own demons this year. Right. But well, like,
1: I mean, you know, the Ritz wasn't accepting reservations, and yeah, you know, they're own traveling. I get it, but um, you know, so I, I, I like, you know, I I just hit my tooth. Um, I don't know what Ivan's goal was. I mean, my goal on first dates is not to get the other person to cry. Like, come on, tell me, make cry, tell me, let it out, feel, feel safe feel, around me. I feel like the one-on-ones are always an
0: opportunity for these guys to really try and show them that they're not shallow yeah. typically. And I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, since like they have this one opportunity to really kind of tell them who they are and how they were built. And so therefore, because they only, you might only get one shot, maybe two max in this whole process. Mm-hmm. So they're going to hit, they're going to hit the deep end fast. Right. And like, look, this is me. They're going to hit them with the heavy stuff. Right. Which to a certain degree for bachelor and bachelorette kind of demeans like their whole, the person that they become, right. It's like they boil themselves down to like one or two instances because that's all they have an opportunity to talk about with them. So, but I think that's kind of why he went there. He's like, it shapes a lot of who I am and who I want to be is because I saw my brother lead, lead a path that I didn't want to go on. And I've also seen his struggle, his strife. And um, I don't know if, if Orange County Taysha kind of knew how to handle that i mean there's oh, no person stop County, talking man.
1: about me man my, 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 the guys in here the woods are coming <laughs> for me man um but he gets a rose you know he said that you know when i saw becca was gonna be on this episode i'm like her she used to always say like let's do the damn thing
0: yes. And
1: it drives me up a freaking wall um <laughs> and then and then when ivan got his rose he was like let's do this thing when she was pinning it on, I was like, Oh no, it's a bad yes. omen of what's to come. And what did come was Becca and it was a truth or dare group date. And Becca said, And you gotta do the damn dare. I'm like, yes. <laughs> PTSD's <laughs> kicking in. I hope for you at that point. <laughs> the the bumblebee on her wrist carries her away because I can't handle that anymore. Um, yeah, but like, why was Becca even there it was like, she even said at one point, you know, Tasha and uh, the other girl.
0: Was I forget her name. But she she was one of the girls that on, that
1: on that same season
0: she got up and walked away herself. She like resigned herself from the season. And I was like, just, I like I
1: like her. I,
0: yeah, Sydney. I,
1: Sydney. Yeah. But, uh, good, but so they do uh, this this group date of truth or dare and the the date. Re- you know, includes like a fear factor chugging of mystery smoothies. Um, and then, yeah. They, why didn't they, why didn't they bring in Joe Rogan? They should have. He's probably too expensive these
0: days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't book him. <laughs>
1: he's, he's figured out life. I mean, literally that guy living the dream. He just, he just does whatever drugs he wants. And then he sits in a fucking tampon tube and has DMT, conversations
0: with people. DMT.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the other dare they had to do was get their uh, ass signed by Chris Harrison eating crab legs. I thought that was kind of awkward. Like, the why best. Is... The best part is when Bennett comes up and he's like, "Ooh, voo and crab crab legs." <laughs> it's like comes up. He's like, finally somebody a man of my tastes. Seriously. <laughs> um, then they then they have to recreate their best orgasm over a speakerphone. Which can we talk about Eds for a second? i don't remember was that even on the date i can't remember yeah he like i think he was the first one to go and he's no like, that, was, that was blake moynes because ed ed chickened out the rest oh of the
0: sorry 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 yes it's blake sorry they're, they're, they're starting to blend that those two guys trying to look <laughs> kind of similar you know seriously um but yeah sorry sorry so yeah blake it was blake's dear lord you would almost like i'm sorry if i were me or sydney or Hollywood, i'd like lean over and be like I don't think this guy's had sex before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he might be the virgin on the season.
1: <laughs> he, he hasn't had one-on-one time yet, so we don't know. All we know can, is that can, he's...
0: We, can we put money on that? Can I play, like, I'll, I'll buy you a six-pack of your favorite beer if he is the virgin on this, on this, on this season.
1: I don't know, man. Like, the way he was doing that, he was like,
0: "Oh yeah," he was almost like Austin Powers, like, "Oh yeah, baby."
1: <laughs> that feels tingly in my penis. Oh yeah. Oh, don't stop. These are like screaming. He sounded like more like he was like stuck in a watering hole. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his nuts stuck in a vise. Um, the best part about that though is that they spliced to a fountain shooting water up when during the, That was huh. the best piece of editing there. Production crew
0: is again my favorite part of this whole show.
1: And the, so something that bothers me too is that Damar keeps calling her mocha latte. Like, can you imagine? The There's so a song.
0: Like not, the, not the song. When they did the the um, poetry session, right. When they wrote it like,
1: Oh yeah. His that's song.
0: The, yeah. That's when That's what mocha latte. It's, it's
1: like, on. it's like a, like, what if I called a girl I dated cheese curds because she's really white and clumpy. Like, like what, <laughs> That's like, hot. Yeah, super hot. But, but, but what, I mean, at a certain point in time, like, I don't know if Mocha Latte is really connecting Damar. Like, you know, like, so I don't know. If, any any weird dick names you've been giving? I don't know. I just, for me, I just feel like it's a bit,
0: not redundant. What's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it's a bit. Uh, uh, we'll quote Bennett, juvenile. Well, kind of. It's just, uh, it's derivative. That's the word I'm looking for. Ooh. It's a bit derivative.
1: Ooh, the big speech.
0: Which, <laughs> which I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking, hey, I know Damar is African-American. I know part African-American. And he decides to go with mocha latte for his, like, he, deci- he decides to talk about the color of her skin. <laughs> like, I'm kind of like, okay. That's, like, that's like, what i with, like, cheese curds. It, it reminds me of that, that one guy early on in the season who was like, when he was talking to Claire, and he goes, I don't know, you're just really pretty. <laughs> That's all he knows about her. Like, I, I don't I, know anything about you. I, I want Damar to have a lot. He talked to He complained about what, ha, not having time with her. I want to see him with time with her and see what he actually has to say. this I song to. like Mocha Latte.
1: Mocha Latte.
0: What, what else do you know about her, Damar? <laughs> like, well,
1: you know, well, she's gorgeous, of course. <laughs> well, like. Uh, it should be like a, oh, I don't know, like a mocha a latte is like milk and co- milk and espresso, you mm-hmm. know, and she's his, you know, she's Hispanic, and, and, chocolate. And, Hispanic and, and, and African-American. So mocha latte doesn't actually speak to her true complexion. So like he needs to like, he, he needs to ask some follow-up questions before, you know, um, uh, before we, he goes into that. So then the last thing is they have to eat a habanero and then profess, profess their feelings. Um, I think I do okay at this one. Um, you know, I've eaten habaneros before. Um, it's brutal, but, you know. Question. Yep. Would you hear the same
0: sounds earlier from the orgasm session in the bathroom that night in, the, in their rooms?
1: Tasha, Oh. I just really think that. Ah. Your after <laughs> after,
0: after <laughs> the habanero hits the right point, point, you know, I'm sure there's a, I got to go to the bathroom now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, but Bennett crushed it. I mean, Bennett, Bennett's the best part of the show by far. He really is.
0: Um, he continues to make this show worth, worthwhile.
1: And it turns out Bennett was engaged before, which I like how he jumped right into it. Um, mm-hmm. I also liked how he stuck around for the rose ceremony this time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, but, he didn't have any deals to close. <laughs> yeah. But he uh he did mention that his parents didn't have a great relationship and he seemed bad relationships, didn't want to be in one, and he made the right decision, no regrets. Um and outside of her question to who the hell was it? Um she asked one guy, what would your ex girlfriend was the worst thing your ex girlfriend would say about? You to Mm -hmm, me, mm -hmm. I thought her other questions were extremely well thought out and well delivered, and I've never seen that before on the show. Actually, asking good questions. I think that was Blake that she asked. I I think Blake was almost like, "I always have great relationships. Like we're still friends, and like, like okay, every one of them, okay, yeah." But I'm I'm friends with some of my exes, but you know, not not the main ones. I I just (laughs) I I just feel like batting a thousand is kind of rare. Not that it couldn't happen, but. Yeah, and and then and then you know, she has this jacuzzi time with Zach. Yeah, which I don't understand, man. Like, first off, he didn't answer her question; he just danced around it. And she was like, "Hook, line, and sinker." And then she's like, "Why are you looking at me like that?" And I was, I was like, "Wow." And then he ended up getting the group date rose, and Bennett was very hurt. Yes, um, yes. Bennett fully expected to do, to, you know, get that rose. Um, but, uh, I think he he did a good job. I think he thought he did a good job and,
0: you know, he remained confident. So, but while we're talking about Bennett and I know we're kind of coming up on kind of our last portion, the last segment of the show here, let's talk about this new found beef that's developing with Noah, not only just the rest of the guys, but particularly with Bennett, I feel like the guns are going
1: to start a blazing. Well, I feel bad for Bennett because Bennett's actually, he's handling it in a sophisticated manner. Um, he's not, you know, like he's, he's putting him down to a certain degree, but at the same time, Noah completely deserves it. You know, you know, I, I feel like I'm talking to a 14 year old. I'm not here to breastfeed Noah. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, Noah. He's, he's very matter of fact about it. He's not. I mean, yes, is it is it
0: insulting in a way? I guess, but it's more of like a you're not on our level. Like you're just not there, and that's well, and that's his problem with Noah.
1: Well, like Noah's like the younger kid in a movie that tries to insert himself into the big kid stuff, mm-hmm. and and you know he's not equipped mentally to take on. On Bennett, which so it's really so it's really or Riley, um, you know, but he got perfect score in his SAT, Matt, his math portion, not his English portion, um, but like Ed, Ed handled it like a high school kid too. I would so beat you up right now, ooh if ooh if these guys weren't holding me back, I'd be coming (laughs) punching you in the face.
0: If, um, I, if my shoulder didn't, if I didn't frequently <laughs> tear my
1: rotator. To, to if, I was, if I don't have chronically dislocated <laughs> shoulders, I would be over there in a second. Guys, back me up. Um, I don't, Noah, did, like, Noah went and told Tayshia, like uh, everyone's questioning your decision-making because you gave me a rose. And it's implied that you are just doing this for kicks and drama. No one said that. No one said that. And that's where like, I appreciate Bennett being like, do you just like to
0: stir the pot, dude? Yeah. He's like, why are you, why are you going out of your way to stir the pot?
1: I don't understand this. And I thought like easy, like easy is like a powder keg that is just like restraining, exploding. Like, I mean, cause he, he's like, he's he's one really holding himself back. (laughs) And like easy is like, you know, there's an episode of Chappelle show where there's like the mad real world. And they say like, they always make the, you know, the, the, the black guy in the house look crazy. Like, easy is like i'm surrounded by all these stupid ass white people and like knock the fuck off don't put my name in your mouth like just like yes stay in your lane and and uh you know like i feel bad for him because he's like literally like doing everything he can to be like not come like explode which he has yes. every right to and you have riley and then Riley's like man i'd punch that guy in the face but i know what i'd have to go to court and i don't have to face assault charges i don't have the time to defend myself um can't <laughs> afford to yeah you know, i don't i, I don't want to pay for a flute plea deal um, yeah, the the bummer is is that <clears throat> the children on this show are
0: getting all the attention, and the gro- the grown ass men that she says that she wants aren't getting the attention.
1: But do, does that make for good TV though? Because it oh, yeah. happens every. It makes for, year. It makes for great TV. Because um, it creates drama. What did you think about Ben Ben's outfit at the rose ceremony? I thought it looked like he was singing for the Mormon Church Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> And when he sat her down He's like when he stepped back He's like I'm taking it all in I thought he was going to Belt out a song Like
0: Or, or,
1: or possibly start crooning <laughs> yeah. that, that outfit can also Double for that too Ooh, It is I guess Mormon Tabernacle Choir <laughs> Is A crooner outfit that, as well As like well, You guess. just You throw on a fedora And you're a crooner Yeah Yeah yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Um, well, I think that um, so the show ends with Chasen, Joe, Kenny, and Jordan going home. I felt bad seeing Joe go. I thought Joe was was a was a good character, good person. Um, yes. Chasen looks like he's having a peanut allergy. I was glad to see Chasen go. Yeah, I don't really care for his character. Um, Ed he, though, Ed with a shocking rose though.
0: Yeah. Which, he's a little less pathetic than, than Chase, in my opinion. So I was mm. glad to see that he got it over him. But, mm. yeah. If they both were to head back, I would have been, fa- I would have been fine. But, yeah, Joe is really the only one I, I really cared for. And, and then, which was, which one was the, um, the boy band guy? He was like Kenny, right? Kenny, yeah. He was Kenny, yeah. So Kenny, Kenny I, 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 I kind of felt bad for Kenny because I feel like he did have a certain level of maturity to him. Except when you look at him. And when he called that her, makes
1: sense? yeah, when he called her T, it's like, yeah. like I, it's like, I don't know. I'm weird. I don't like calling people by girls by nicknames, especially ones I'm interested or, in dating or pet names. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not that type of person. So it's like, uh, for for me, it's just. Uh, I know you are. I know your nicknames. Well, when he's spoken,
0: oh yeah, I'm. I'm a big fan of being called Cupcake. From no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: but um a lard ass
0: (laughs) that's my favorite yeah that's a good one i I think for me if i were to close my eyes and hear all of kenny's lines from the season like that dude's sharp he seems emotionally mature yeah he seems decent minus the nickname thing right but then you open your eyes and you see him and you're like uh okay
1: It, it looks like he got caught in a wind tunnel, and then he <laughs> fell on a freshly painted canvas of an American flag, and it oh, went, like he went.
0: Looks like he's stuck in 1993.
1: <laughs> well, he has looks, to. That's when ben, boy bands were uh, big. Yeah. And before we go into the the Stones rating, because I know we're right at time. How about Ed going to the wrong room and then running into Chris Harrison? <laughs> that actually was pretty money. I love how like two where it's like.
0: Well, Chris first says, "Like, dude, it's like two thirty in the morning,
1: right?" Which I guess on Bachelor timeline, though, is not. It's that not late.
0: that. Yeah, it's like so. The way I kind of see it is, maybe they had wrapped up their stuff for the night, and he was probably just getting back to his hotel. Because <laughs> think about it: when else would Ed have time to actually walk over to who he thought was Tisha's room? Uh, right. So it was probably the point. Like, poor, poor. uh. The poor well, guy I, was probably like, like finally like taking shoes off, unbuttoning his shirt, and then he gets a knock on the door from Ed, and he's like, "Want to hang out?"
1: <laughs> well, I, I, so I was literally sitting there. I'm like watching the show. I'm like, "Just leave, bro." Like, yeah. And then I thought, like, why is he not sticking to his mission? Like, this is so strange. And then when I saw the credits, and he's like, well, how often do you get to talk to Chris Harrison one-on-one? I've been watching you my whole life. I'm like, oh, that actually makes a ton of sense. That, like, that
0: was probably <laughs> his most redeeming thing he said
1: this entire season, which is like, I,
0: I would, I'd be like, shit, man. Like, I, I want to grab a drink with Chris Harrison and shoot the shit
1: with him. Why not? Let's, let's talk about your book, man, the, the Greatest Love Letter. I've read it five times. I'm just kidding. Hey, I've, I've only read it six. Um, Blake's
0: Blake's probably read it six times because Blake read that that book on Alzheimer's for Claire, so he probably did his homework and read about wow Sirson
1: as well. Just you I, know, making inferences. I could see. I could see like so. He's a wildlife manager in in, in, in Canada. Canada, Canada. I could just see him be like Dudley Do Right, where like like the squirrel jumps up to his shoulder and he's like, "Hey." Blake, what are you doing today? I'm reading about Alzheimer's. <laughs> Why? Because I'm trying to attract a girl. Oh that won't work. You know, or, or like zookeeper where the animals like, you need to stick your ass out and spray her with goo. Or the moose is like, you just gotta ask her out on a date. Come on. <laughs> and then you could say like the moose say, I'm super horny. Oh well, her, her eyes are pretty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can we actually please, like, we need to find the artist. If anybody's listening to an artist, can we make a little, like, video of Blake and his, and his ca- Canadian critters giving him dating advice? <laughs> oh, That's a funny idea that I think we should definitely run with.
1: A wolf comes and I'm made with 13 wolves a year, and I'm friends with all my exes. Tell her that. F- 100%
0: close ratio. <laughs> We're all friends. Oh my gosh. We're going into a bad territory. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's wrap this up. Um, so, I'm going to lead in with my meaty scale. Oh, wow. Stuff. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely more entertaining. It's had a lot of different elements on it. We have a lot of different characters coming out of the woodwork. I'm going to get at this. Oh, and I know you always give me shit for making it deli meat, but you know mm-hmm. what? What? This, one's, this one's an italian sandwich with capicola salami it's got all mm-hmm. kinds of different meats in there it's meaty because you know they always stack those sandwiches about two inches thick with meat very meaty very tasty it was fun it was enjoyable yeah I, i'm gonna drive you nuts with my deli meat don't <laughs> wow so
1: it's, a, <laughs> it's an italian sandwich It's because it had different elements in it for the first time for an overall tasty meal yeah are we protein wrapped or do we have uh, bread? Is, oh, the bread no, is, is the bread gutted? We're Jimmy John's dollar leftover bread roll. That's oh, amazing. Okay, wow. Yeah. So, on top of his riveting deli meat scale, um, we also give the, Don't, <laughs> don't rebrand it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give me my options. I'm gonna get us. I'm gonna get us a sponsorship from Oscar Meyer just because you just keep going down that same route. No boar's head, they're way better. <laughs> We'll take what we can get. Hormel, if you're listening, it's, we'll take you niche, too.
0: It's niche market, all right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> or with Deets and Watson, we're in. Um, all right, so. Stop. This is Romancing Our Stones, and after each episode we watch, we give it a Stones rating based on how tolerable it is to watch it. We each have two Stones to give. Naturally. And once, two stones means it's actually an entertaining episode. Uh, no stones means an act of castration is preferable than watching this episode again, or at all. So, Alex, since you launched your deli meat scale, um, I'm going to go first. You know, I actually like this. Um, I was watching this and got distracted a few times from things outside of my control, but I always liked coming back. I was looking forward to coming back and see what happened next. I like the increased amount of time that Bennett's speaking. I like that he's <laughs> making very coherent put downs. I really enjoy that. I think we're cutting off some of the dumb people, with mm-hmm. the exception with the exception of Jordan and Joe. Um I guess losing Chasen was a huge plus for me. Um yeah. but uh you know like I I, I I I found myself excited to go back and watch, so I'll give it two stones. What about you?
0: Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna give it two stones as well. I think it was very entertaining. Like you, I, you put it best, they're kind of you know I, I would have said they're trimming the fat, kind of getting rid of people who really shouldn't be there. They're just kind of not. Again, I I like Joe a lot though. I was sad to see Joe go, but um, it seems like they're they're getting they're whittling down for most of the guys that are good, solid dudes still that are actually I feel like along in the conversation i I don't think noah is i think he's going to become this villain of the season we'll see how it plays out i'm just hoping i know they they led on to next next episode i really hope that bennett and him don't get too deep in their tiff where in their quarrel where she ends up sending them both home because it'll be for me it'll be a little bit tougher to watch if bennett goes home early i want him to
1: go i want him to stay Mm mm-hmm Well, so did you give it a stones rating? Two stones. Okay, two stones. So that's a four-stone Italian sandwich, sir, Um, all together making for a meaty, stony bologna. Okay, well, that's our show. Tune in next week. tune in tomorrow uh, yeah tomorrow right. no, tomorrow we'll, the episode airs we'll probably release later in the week but um follow us on twitter at Stones guys on instagram at Stones guys uh on youtube at Stones guys and drop us a line let us know what you're thinking um and we will all talk to you soon hope you had a joyous thanksgiving um and we'll talk to you later
0: have a good night